Hey moms, welcome to the Moms for America podcast. I'm Debbie Kurlaitis, and as always, I am so glad that you are here with us today. Every week we gather around together and we learn about issues that affect us as moms. It is an incredible blessing to be a mother and we wanna help you in your journey. I wanna remind you about a couple of things before we get started. Uh, there, our website is momsforamerica.us please go by our website and sign up for the Mom Memo, which is our newsletter. Um, you can also check out all our incredible resources, initiatives, projects, and events that we are doing all across the country. Um, we have an incredible, um, we've really worked hard, and, and I, I say this every week, but we really worked hard to collect all this information to help you um, with all of the different questions that you have as a mom, because we know that every issue is a mom issue. Well, today we are talking about school boards and parents. This is a hot topic right now. Moms and dads are showing up in record numbers to let their voices be heard. Many topics are top in the list um, and are major concerns for moms and dads. We've got the mask mandates. We've got critical race theory. We've got sex ed. Uh, we have equity surveys and pronoun inquiries. Um, now we have testing that's going out in the schools uh, for COVID um, with or without parents. I don't know. Some of these things we're going to talk about right now because we have a dad that's joining us um, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about how he's been handling this um, initiatives in his school. We'll call them the government schools. That's a new term that everybody's using. And I think it's rightfully so. How are parents responding to the school boards on their monthly meetings. Many parents all across the country are completely outraged, upset, and concerned about their children's education. That's today's discussion. And I'm so excited to welcome Mike Brown. He's a dad and he's our guest today. And he has been stopping at his school board meetings and um, I guess bringing some good good questions to light. And it's gotten a little a little uncomfortable. So, hey, welcome Mike to the to Moms for America podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Deb. Happy to be here. Well, before we get started, since you're a dad, I'd love to know a little bit about your family. How many kids do you have, you and your wife? Give us a little bit of landscape introduction to the Brown family. All right, sounds good. Well, my wife and I have been married for 20 years. We celebrated Congrats. our 20th anniversary. Yes, <laughs> yes. Our 20th anniversary during 2020. So kind of bad timing there, but, <laughs> but I hope you took, I hope you really celebrated well. That was a good yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, we were able to get out still, but yeah, a little subdued. <laughs> but um, we have five boys, and yes, they are a handful, but <laughs> they range from almost eight to almost 16. So about every two years. So our oldest just started driving and just started high school. So oh, yeah. my youngest just started driving. So um, oh, nice. <laughs> you guys are busy. Boys yeah. will keep you busy. I don't know what's worse though. The girls or the boys. I'm not sure. I, 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 sometimes I'm like, my boys are much more emotional than my girls. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it depends on the, on the boy. Yes. We definitely have some emotional ones, but <laughs> yeah, they well, keep us busy you. for sure. Thank okay. you for, for being a warrior here. We call you a freedom loving father. Um, what are some of the concerns nice. that you and your wife, um, are, have been dealing with that pushed you to start attending your school board meetings um, there in what, Davis County, Utah? Yeah, Davis County. So just north of Salt Lake. Okay. And I'm in, I'm in Bountiful. And it really started last year 
with you know all the the COVID crazy. Um, you know they let school out in March when everything you know went down, and we just had you know home learning. But then the school board, you know, they were they were starting to talk about mask mandates for the fall, right? And whether they were going to go back to in-person learning, and so a lot of parents, you know, were more aware of what was going on. So really, last summer is when I started going, you know, to school board meetings and speaking about, you know, the, about masks and how that, you know, you can't force those and, and just all the, the mandates they're trying to put on our kids. And a lot of parents were actually very involved last, last summer. There were mm -hmm. different rallies at the school board. Out here by you know, me they, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. You know, a lot more people were, were active and, and then our school board talked about doing a, a hybrid learning where they were, the kids would go a couple days a week and be at home and, you know, which was kind of a weird mishmash. And so a lot of people were, were more active, definitely. And I was one of them last last summer. And I spoke at a couple of the meetings, just right. highlighting, you know, the facts behind the virus and, and the mandates and things. Like right. That. Trying to educate the school board and let them know that parents are paying attention. I want to ask you this real quick. Yeah. Had you ever gone to a school board meeting with these types? Well, it wouldn't be mask mandates, but I mean, was this kind of new for you to be attending school board meetings? Yeah, it definitely was. It was a new, a new thing. I had never gone to one you know, okay. before, before all this. So, right. you know, probably similar to a lot of parents that, you know, have, have been awakened to, to things going on with the schools right. and the school board. So, so yeah, I was one of them. I, you, was one, you were one of them folks. Well, we're hearing yeah. this all across the country <laughs> that I've never gone to school board meetings. I never had an issue. I had no idea that things like this were happening or that agendas were being pushed. So let's, let's talk about this fast forward this a little bit. So now you're going to your school board meetings and you got threatened, you got intimidated. This got kind of weird. What happened to you and some, some other folks with this um, school board president? Yeah. So just this, this summer um, I went and I actually spoke in June and I was talking about critical race theory and, and things like that. But then, you know, I spoke again in July. So so I went there before the meeting, mm -hmm. um, you know, signed up for public comment. And at this time, you know, that a lot of the COVID restrictions were gone. I mean, this is, you know, a long time after, you know, everything um, has gone down. So a couple of us noticed that in the meeting room, the chairs were all separated still, you know, and we okay. were, oh, what, what's up with that? And so one of the moms just said, well, we'll just, we'll just put them together and sit together. So we went in there to the meeting and, and just sat together, you know, chatting. There are like three or four of us. And then before the meeting started, all of a sudden the school board president comes over and he says, folks, we need to move the chairs three feet apart. And, and I just said, you know, why? And he said, well, if you come to our, our, uh, our room, you need to follow our, our rules. And, mm. <laughs> so, and so I said, is this your room? You know, it was just kind of my, my initial, initial response, like, dude, yeah. what do you say? And then at that point, he just he just snapped and said, "Mr. Brown, if, if you're gonna not follow the rules, we're gonna have you escorted out." And oh so boy. he obviously knew my name, knew mm -hmm. who I was, probably from previous times I had spoken. Right. So he was very intimidating and, and threatening to throw me out for wanting to sit by my my friends, you know, fellow parents. <laughs> and so, oh, okay. And, and so at this point, I'm like, "What in the world?" And it, you know, it threw me off guard because right. I wasn't expecting that. Right. Well, then um, I had already signed up to speak. And so, you know, public comment, the time was coming around. Right. So I got up there and my comment was about CRT 
and also mm-hmm. about you know how parents are in charge, not the school board. And right, but but I had to mention this incident. So in my public comment, I said, you know, for those of you watching, you know, on YouTube, um, President Robinson just threatened to throw me and some of the parents out because our our chairs were closer than three feet. Oh boy! <laughs> and, and so I said that, and then he immediately chimed in and said, "Hey, if you don't stick to stick to the you know your comment." we're going to have you thrown out. And he threatened me again. Oh, geez. So yeah. And I'm like, what in okay. the world? Hey, right. so, You're just like, I'm just, I really would just like to get some information <laughs> across. I'd like to talk with people, you know, and, and, and you yeah. know, now, I mean, we go at six feet, it's three feet, it's one feet. It's, you can't get the mask. I mean, we, how yeah, can anybody even keep up with what's, what's the, um, the new, the new way of handling COVID. So, yeah. so after this, now you get a chance to share some of your concerns. You actually get a chance to even mention what's happening there. Is mm-hmm. it, is it now after this incident that a security guard, two police officers show up at your door? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm just guessing it's because of this, but nobody knows. So, you know, I finished my comment <laughs> <What>? on, <laughs> yeah, I finished my comment on what I was going to talk about, you know, sat down and then, you know, I had to leave the meeting early and. So fast forward a week later and okay. early in the morning, I get a knock on the door and it was the, the county, the Davis school district security coordinator guy. He was at my door. He woke all of us up because it was early. Wow. He's standing there with two police officers and he hands me a paper and says, you know, this is to inform you that if you come on school property, you'll be charged with trespassing. And I was just like, what in the world is going on? And and this guy, I've, I've met him at a lot of the board meetings and he's, you know, been super nice before. It's like, hey, Blake, you know, <laughs> I just said, <laughs> but here, here he's all acting, you know, Mr. Tough and he's got armed police officers behind him. Wow. So talk about intimidating, you know, yeah. my, my eight-year-old answered the door and he's like, dad. And so anyway, they served me with that's, this trespass notice. Yeah. That's scary. Is, is that considered a crime? Is that considered a law that you broke? I mean, that seems like a lot of power at your door for kind of just doing a little bit of a give and take, I I guess I would say at the school board meeting. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing on the notice, it doesn't specify what crime I committed, you know, what I did. It doesn't specify how long the notice is for. There's nothing outlined at all. So there's no reason given to what I, what I did. So I'm just guessing about that school board meeting because nothing was listed. So, (laughs) and, and, Blake, the security guy, he's the only one whose name is, is signed on the form, you know, so he's just, so not well-written, not well-handled, not well-explained. I don't know if you have an attorney looking at this, we're probably like, what in the world is going on? But this, this even gets more interesting, right? When you go to school to pick up your son. Yeah. So this, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I got the The drama continues. I mean, you wouldn't think that something like this would even be happening. You're like, come on. So July 20th is when I got the notice and I've been working with, with council, you know, to, to deal with this. So I had emailed several times asking specifically, you know, what, what did I do? What's the appeals process? You know, there's no due process here. Which you have a right to ask what is going on. You've been served with something at your front door in front of your family, in front of your children. Exactly. And no response. So, you know, over a month has gone by and school's about to start here. And I told them that over and over in my, my letter, in right. my emails. 
So I didn't hear anything. So here it is the first day of school. And I had to pick up my, my oldest son from, from high school because there was a schedule conflict and he had a duplicate class. So I go there to, to pick him up. And this is only doing your dad thing, right? You're doing your dad thing. Yeah. My wife was busy, you know, with other kids and this is literally only a half hour before school's over. But so I go in there, you know, check him out and we're walking out the front door and this security guy for the whole district, he happens to be walking up the stairs to the school right as we're walking out. Okay. Talk about, you know, horrible timing, but yeah. And, (laughs) and so I said, hi, Blake, I I haven't heard back from you. And uh, he immediately gets on his phone. He calls the police and my son and I just continued to, to, to leave the school because we had, I had checked him out. We're pulling out of the parking lot and this police officer comes, blocks us, puts on his sirens. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he issues me a citation for trespassing. So this yeah, is a talk little over the unreal. top. And, yeah. And I'm talking to the policeman. I'm like, what is this? I, I, I said, this isn't America. You know, what is going on here? And he, right. yeah. So basically I'm, I'm, I'm a criminal now, apparently. So, <laughs> so first day of school, picking up my kid. And so now that's, that's where we're at. And so now I'm dealing with this. I have a court date coming up for a pretrial hearing. You know, I'm working to, to fight this, but still no, no due process has been given. I mean, you, so. you kind of just feel like, what? I mean, you know, I, I don't know if they're just afraid that you're going to encourage other parents to come or you're exposing something they don't want. I mean, it is very tense at the school boards. I've been, I've been going to mine as well here. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's just, everybody is very um, concerned. <laughs> you know, obviously the school board is trying to figure out how to handle the parents, what to do. And, and, and at some level, I kind of feel bad for them. I mean, they're thrown into something that is, is not happened before and they're getting mandates from this one and we're going to cut your funding if you don't do this. But, you know, the parents, I mean, this is the heart and soul of your school is your parents and your kids. So you have to be listening to the parents and the parents have to have a safe place where they can't we talk about safe places all the time but they have to have a place right where they can go and have their concerns be heard and whether there's a and whether there's an exchange but everybody's respectful I mean it's not like you were trying to punch them in the face or you got uh, you know uh, obnoxious you kind of would just like hey you know we're we're sitting here we're discussing something and you kind of mentioned that and all of a sudden now um you're going to court yeah, it's, I mean, it's unreal. I mean, he's obviously trying to, and I say he, because I do believe it's the school board president that's initiating this. But he's the one, right, okay. Yeah, but um, he's trying to intimidate me and, you know, make an example of me, and he's trying to shut us up as parents. And he sure is, right. There's been kind of a history of this from last summer when more people started showing up. Oh, you know, we had okay. a couple hundred at one rally, and they turned the sprinklers on, on us, <laughs> You know, a lot of parents are outside on the grass. They turn on the sprinklers. They started limiting, you know, who can come in. They started checking IDs. If you're barely late to the meeting, they won't let you in. I mean, they've, right. it's been a long series of abuses here on right. what they've done to try to silence parents. Right. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's like, and one thing that they, I know they probably don't like, but they had their own fiscal report that they filed last year as a school district. And there's an organizational chart in there that shows at the top, it's the citizens of Davis County and then the school okay. board and then the superintendent. And so I brought this up to them. So this is in your own report that the parents you know, are, are in charge. 
and they probably didn't like that, but it's their own report, you know, and I pointed mm. that out to them. Minor detail, not... minor detail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it's just gotten out of hand. I mean, it's, it's unreal. So. Well, your journey seems like it's going to be continuing here a little bit. And it sounds like uh, you're not going to stop. You're going to make your voice be heard. You're going to see why other parents, um, you know, would be treated this way, obviously, including yourself. But I kind of want to make this inspiring to the moms that are listening and the other parents, because all of us do need to stand up, right? I mean, if we don't hold our school boards um, accountable, if we don't expose the issues, if we don't talk about it, they just keep on going shamelessly. Um, yep. So what's happening in your school is no different than what's happening around the country. But what do we say to the moms? I mean, what do we, um, maybe not every mom is going to go to a school board meeting and do a, t- a two or three minute, um, you know, presentation. Um, some people are going to be comfortable, some aren't. Um, I know that a lot of schools are having protests. I know if you look on Facebook, you'll find maybe like an unmask events for your school board. Um, but there's mm-hmm. all other things. There's a, a slew of things that moms can do, uh, to get their voices to be heard. And I'd like you just to talk about that for a couple of minutes and encourage moms as they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody can do something and even just emailing your school right. board, you know, representative, the school board president, superintendent just sending an email telling them how you feel right. about what's going on. I mean, there's there's definitely strength in numbers. There if is. you can attend you know, a, a rally, that's awesome too, because it's nice to have the numbers, but at least call, at least email. Every mom can do that. And it Absolutely. does count, especially if you are in the district, if you are, you know, they are re- your representative, you know, your school board member. They mm-hmm. keep track of that because they are still, at the end of the day, elected officials and they, they do care about being reelected. Um, and so, you know, everybody needs to at least voice your concern. Email, call, that does make a difference. And, you know, I've, I've seen that as well by doing, you know, different Freedom of Information Act requests and, and right. you know, finding out who has, you know, contacted my school board on my behalf, you know. I know people are not happy about what's going on. So right. that does, that does help. So it does help. So everybody can do something and, and we need to, we need to stand up now because it's not going to get any better if we just don't, if we do nothing. We if we do nothing. Would yep. you say that a lot of the parents that you're at these school board meetings with are new to attending the school board and new to maybe having their voices be heard? I mean, I think in the past, you know, as parents, unless our kid was getting bullied or picked on, we really didn't have, you know, we would look at the curriculum, we kind of try to stay engaged, but things have been changing so quickly. The progressive movement has gotten their hands um, into everything so much, um, and they're so emboldened that a lot of us are almost kind of shocked because it really just was, it was a different culture, a different climate in the school. I think it was always the goal, no doubt, but it just seems that either through the COVID or people, you know, parents now we've, we've seen because we've been online, a, a, a lot more. Um, I, I guess just things are, are changing and changing so quickly that we really oh, yeah. have to, we've got to really be paying attention. Um, you know, there's just no, there's no time to kind of sit anything out anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the positive thing is, you know, school boards all across the country, you see how parents are waking yes. up and rising up. And, you know, I think it's awesome because, and these school board members aren't used to that, you know, so no. it's, it's great that they're, being put on notice and 
more of us need to do that. And I think, you know, they've awakened us to have priority over our children. <laughs> and so obviously we're going to be more, more involved in, and now more parents are, but, but everybody needs to do something and at least voice your concern with your school board. And if you, you see something that you don't agree with and just don't feel right about in your gut and, you know, a lot of what's going on, you know, parents are waking up to that. It's just, it's just not right. The way our kids are right. being treated. Right. For sure. Well, thanks, Mike. We appreciate you and what you're doing there because other parents will be inspired by what you're doing in other moms and dads, you know, around the country when we see a, a friend or a neighbor showing up or discussing this. So thanks for, for fighting for freedom over there. And, and really, I know when you have five kids, you're like the, you know, you're the papa man. You, you let nobody mess with your kids. So um, that's, that's I right. love that. That's right, man. I'm, <laughs> yeah, we have five kids at three different schools within the district. So, and, <laughs> you know, and they're two of the schools are ones that I went to. And and now here I am, you know, standing up to to the school board and, and you know, fighting this, fighting this fight. But, you know, somebody's got to. I mean, if we that's don't fight right. for our kids, nobody else is going to. So it's it's up to us. Thanks. the moms and dads so yeah need to do it <laughs> well thanks for being an inspiration we appreciate it maybe we'll get a, an update from you here in the future and um stay out of trouble yeah i'll kidding. try <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep i'll try yep stay tuned right yeah so. <laughs> stay tuned well yep, thanks mike good. appreciate okay. it yep thank um, you real quick too before we close out today's podcast i want to just mention a couple of things because as we're talking today, we're going, I know that some moms are going, well, I really don't know what to do. How do I do that? This is a perfect opportunity for me to talk about the cottage meetings. So we have 12 inspiring lessons where mothers can learn about the principles of liberty. Mothers who wanted nothing to do with politics have become informed and engaged citizens. So I want to encourage everyone that's listening, would you please go to our website, momsforamerica.us click on the cottage meetings. We've got a great video there on the front of the page that Kim actually, our president, shares about the cottage meetings. And then you can click through and see more information from Jolene, who is our um, national vice president that um, teaches the, the cottage meetings. We are rolling this out in, in record numbers. Um, moms all across the country want to find out about how they can be engaged, um, a little bit about our history, a little bit our heritage, if you, and if you get moms fired up, moms really will change the world. So go ahead and please visit our website and get some information about the cottage meetings because that will help you. Once you become informed, you will become engaged at some level, okay? Then the other thing I wanna mention is our mom force, which is another initiative that we have on our um, website as well. Mom force inspires and, empower, and empowers moms to engage with, or run for their local school board. So we connect them and we help train them and we mentor them to help them win back and take back their school boards. So Mom Force is another very important initiative that we have um, that we're working diligently to get the information out on our website as well. So we got the cottage meetings and we got Mom Force. That'll all be wonderful, wonderful resources and information for you moms. So. Thanks again for joining us. Please share this podcast with moms that are in your circle that have concerns about their school board, their kids' education. If they are in the public school, we want to encourage them to get engaged at some level. Like again, whether it's going to a school board meeting, 
um, holding out a sign, emails, whatever it is, giving a call, all of this makes a difference. This is how we as mamas really do make a difference, isn't it? Being engaged and letting people know that you're not running this. These are my kids and my kids are important to me and you're not, you're, we're not co-parenting with you, school. Okay, so see you next week. And remember, mamas, we are changing the world one home at a time. God bless you.